Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. You know, we are living in a time that has never happened before. We are in a time of what many call a world war, but a war of a different kind, a cyber war, a war that is played out in the ether. And we are part of that war and are called to battle. There is a scripture in Psalms, Psalm 11.1, and the last part of that scripture says, flee as a bird to your mountain. That means run. Now, as Christians, as born again, going to heaven Christians, are we to run? I don't think so. So today, do we run or stand with God? Many of you may never have heard of the term cyber warfare or cyber war. And what a cyber war is, is a war that, that deals with information, that deals with the propagation of information, facts and fiction. And right now the airways and many of the publications and many sources of media are giving you misinformation, information that is enslaving you and not releasing you, and certainly not godly. So today we're going to talk about our part, and specifically we're going to use Psalm 11. Now let me read Psalm 11 to you. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For lo, the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privily shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. Now this psalm is a psalm of victory. It's a prayer in and of itself. It points out the problem in verses 1 through 3, and then it brings the Lord's position to bear in verse 4 and on. In the Lord put I my trust. That's a declaration by David. I trust the Lord. His counselors are saying to him, flee to the mountains, flee as a bird to your mountain. And then they go on, for lo, the wicked bend their bow, and they make ready their arrow upon the string, 
that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? They're expressing the view that this has to be solved some other way, that you can't win this battle, that they are bigger, stronger, better. They operate in secret. Who can know where they are? How are you able, as a righteous one, to fight against them? They will use every devious plan and and weapon. How can you survive that? And then David goes on to say in verse, verse 4, The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. In other words, God hasn't changed. He's in his holy temple. He's on his throne. He knows what's going on. He sees, and his eyelids try is an interesting phrase. It means he squints his eyes, he contracts his eyelids, and he watches carefully the children of men. He knows exactly what they're doing. He knows why they're doing it, whose they are. And then it goes on, The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. So the Lord loves the righteous, and he tries, the trieth there means he tests them, he gives them challenges to better themselves, to bring themselves into alignment with God's word, to grow in the strength of his gifts, to stand firm, to stand up in battle, putting on the whole armor of God. But when he looks at the wicked, he hates them. And when he hates them, he actually means he comes against them. Verse 6 goes on, Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and horrible tempest. So he's going to set traps. He's going to rain traps down upon them, ways that they will be fouled, ways that they will be caught up in their own devices, ways that they will actually turn upon themselves. They will be confounded in what they do. And fire and brimstone was used as a fumigant in ancient times. Brimstone, which is sulfur, is a form of judgment. Fire is a form of judgment. And then it says, and a horrible tempest, basically a fiery end. This shall be the portion of their cup. And then in the last scripture, it says, For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. So the Father loves you. Yahweh loves you. He created you. And when he looks upon you, it is to bless you, to sustain you, to cause you to go on in victory and not be confounded, not be confused. So what do we do? Do we flee, as the counselors told David? Do we cower in the face of a secret enemy? Are we weak? Or are we strong in the Lord? The Lord is still in his temple. Nothing's changed. His throne is in heaven. And we don't fall 
prey to the information that we know is false, that we know is not true. No, the church is not crumbling. No, the United States will never be the same again, that it will be destroyed and become a third world country. We know that our God is victorious. We know that he fights the battle. We only have to be willing. We have to stand in that position of a warrior. We have to gird our loins. We need to participate. God will lead us. God will strengthen us. This battle is won. We have won. We can't let the enemy control our minds. We can't let the enemy cause us to be confused. We are the righteous. Stand as righteous. Now let's pray, and I'm going to use Psalm 11. I'm going to start at verse 4. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. You know what's going on, Lord. You see them in their wickedness, and you will bring them low. You will destroy them and are destroying them. Lord, you try us, the righteous. You want us to be better. You want us to endeavor to learn your ways through your word and use the weapons that were given to us in the word. And Lord, the wicked you hate, you loathe violence, and you bring upon them traps and snares and judge them and exterminate them in a fiery tempest. Their portion is defeat. Father, thank you. You love us as the righteous, and your countenance beholds us and blesses us and keeps us. Thank you, Lord, for your strength in this hour. And Lord, thank you for the victory, which is ours. This was a serious message today. We are in a battle, actually a war, and a lot of things are being said that are not true. The fact that the church is somehow decreased is absolutely wrong. If anything, it is increasing at a rapid rate. So consider what we've said today and the prayer we prayed today. And I ask the Lord to strengthen you and bless you and show you his ways. Thank you for joining me and see you next time.